Hey guys, it's Davo here. I just wanted to hit you up before the episode began to let you know of a little something if you didn't read the description. Ryan and I had a really rough week this past week uh, between so many different things, as fathers do. So this episode is going to be very unedited, very rough, very um and ah sounding. So please, please, please do your best to get through the episode the best you can. There's some great information in there for you guys today. Take what you can out of it. I, we apologize that we didn't get to edit as much as we can. We hope you like the really raw and authentic feel since we're doing this too on Thursday's episode, the 22nd at 8.30 p.m., our first ever live stream podcast episode. So be sure to tune in on that. More information to come. And we hope you guys enjoy the episode. This is the Fearless Fathers Podcast, a podcast for you, the fathers who suffer in silence every single day. Come with us as we hit those main topics that are just burning through your soul. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to be fun. And together, we will become fearless. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, everybody. What's going on? It's Davo here alongside Ryan, as always, on another Monday episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. Ryan, say what's up. Hello. Hello. Oh, you sound so thrilled today. I love oh, it. Man, I love I it. Am, I am beat. Uh, long week. Long, the joys long of, week. Yeah. The, yeah. the joys of being a dad, indeed, <laughs> and doing a podcast twice a week. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of masochism never hurt anybody, right? No, no, no. We're, no. we're known for it. Oh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to thank you guys for tuning in today, checking out this next episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. As I already said, we're jumping on. Oh, I'm going to let Ryan talk about that for a second when we get here. But make sure you don't forget, it's Monday. Six months is coming up here on the 20th. Be sure to check us out on the 22nd. That's this coming Thursday for our live show. Yeah, we're doing our first ever live show here on Thursday in lieu of our regularly scheduled 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time episode that we launch every week. So check us out, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going live. It's going real. We're going to have a lot of fun. Bring your questions. We're going to babble on for a bit. It's going to be very loose-fitting, but we want to do it just to say thank you guys for being with us for six months or if you're just starting with us for the first time as a welcome to the family and pick our brains, find out about more about us and why we do what we do and why we love what we do and why we're a masochist at doing this twice a week for <laughs> God knows what reason. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big question. <laughs> that might have been my fault in the beginning. <laughs> Remember when you wanted to do three episodes a week? Oh, I did want to do three episodes yeah. a week. Yeah, Such is life. You really talked me down on that one quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, have you ever produced a podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> let's do two. Yeah, that sounds more attainable. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ryan, let's kick it off today, brother. What are we talking about on the show? So we we had a little chit chat. What was it, last Monday? Mm-hmm. About um, non-traditional families as a brief introduction to something that we were going to start getting into more and more and more. Um and uh, do I want to call it a mini series? No, let's call it a loose fitting 
group of episodes. How about a, that? A, a loose-fitting, <laughs> huggable group of mini episodes. Yeah, you can just gather them all up, put them in a basket, and they all kind of they all kind of look alike, but they all look a little bit different too. It, you know, it, my my point is just like it was a very broad topic. Um, we didn't really super get into anything particularly crazy. And today we're going to go get a little more in depth into the statistics of uh, step families. And uh, we found an article, as we always do, um, from the uh, Step Family Foundation. Their uh, website is stepfamily.org. Uh, it's a great resource, especially mm-hmm. if you happen to be a member of a step family. Um, and they provide resources for counseling um training certifications there's coaches available um there's a blog where you can reach out and talk to their community um i highly suggest uh this website it's very very in-depth but as we know there's a big giant statistics page so we're gonna fucking go through it because why not before we because get into the numbers and, because numbers before we get into the meat and potatoes and the day part of this episode um <laughs> Well, that's what it is. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to slow you down. That's what I'm here for. Basically, and you do a great job of it, too. Yeah, yeah. It's all about pacing. <laughs> um, well, you know, let's just talk about it. And let's talk about it because it makes it makes for some interesting uh, it makes for some interesting reading. Um, and then we'll go through you had a you had a story for us. And uh, we'll go through the stigma of uh, of step families, like the actual. Because that's stigma. what we do. We go yeah. through the stigmas here on this show of the stepdad in particular. Yes, yes, but we don't want to leave the whole family out because we know families are organic. Families never fit a mold. Families can be anybody. But we're talking step. But we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about that. <laughs> that's what the show's about. But you know, anywhere your family yes. is, it's beautiful. It but yes, is. agreed. So take us by the numbers, brother. I'm, I'm, I, I know you're ready to get these decimal points. Oh and, yeah, and <laughs> these know, I, percentages. I, I, I really tried to get my like super high energy level up for this, but I'm just so free. I'm I'm transitioning between day and night shifts, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I could barely adult today, like in my regular life, and then I got to come out here and do a show. It's phenomenal. Let's go. Let's Love it. Send this. it. Let's talk about some numbers. So the Bureau of Census, you know, those fun people. Um, obviously, we're not getting this year's numbers because the census isn't done. And I'm not sh- did, did they ever resolve that? Are they, are they actually going to finish the census this year? I know they were knocking at people's doors and all. And I got fun oh, no, letters. I, 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 I got the whole thing. And some guy showed up asking me about my neighbors. And I'm like, I, this is a... Uh, this is a vacation community. That guy lives. That guy's there like twice a year, dude. He's like, oh, okay. Oh. Nice. I don't send him on his way. <laughs> um, but the Bureau of Census. So I'm not particularly sure when these numbers are from, but um, let me see the last time the website was updated. Oh, okay. This past year. Oh, so this should be relatively recent numbers. Um, but, you know. As always, take everything in stride. Um, the numbers could be wrong. We are just, you know, we're just we're we're you generally generally reviewing articles off the internet. Um, this this source seems to be fairly reputable, uh, but these numbers could change. But it does make for some interesting reading. Um, for instance, uh, here's the first one: is uh, thirteen hundred new step families form every day. So. 
Dave, you do the math on that one for me. That blew my fucking mind when I saw that. I should have had this queued up already, but I didn't because I'm a dummy. Thirteen <laughs> hundred. So that's uh, okay. half a million families a year. Um, and because I'm assuming this is the U.S. census, that's that's a lot of families in the United States every every day, every day. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Thirteen hundred times three sixty-five. Yeah, I'm getting four hundred and almost four hundred seventy-five thousand families. There's no, you know what that is, man. I'm a fucking idiot. This is where I'm at right now. I'm gonna be doing the this part of the episode. <laughs> yep, nope, that makes a whole lot more sense. For some reason, I was thinking four hundred seventy-five million. I'm like, wait, there's only three hundred sixty million people in this country. <laughs> hmm. I got weird. you, Ryan. I'm I'm picking you up when you're down, babe. Yep. It's that eighty twenty today, brother. I got you. <laughs> Um, so that is, that is a huge number, uh, of people, um, forming new families, forming new loving bonds and, you know, going through the, the various roadblocks that roadblocks and stigmas that come with, you know, forming a step family and, you know, dad has his problems on it. And that's what we're here to talk about. So mm-hmm. on to the next part, over 50% of us families are remarried or recoupled. Um, actually, I like that terminology. Recoupled. I do too. Yeah, that's I do that's, too. that's 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 really good. I mean, mm-hmm. who wrote this? It's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> words. Wordsmith. Words, wordsmith. Um. So, I it's I guess the whole point of that statistic is just to say it's it's extraordinarily common, and that's the thing that this uh this website wants to get across to you is just saying, hey, your situation as it is unique to you, isn't uncommon in the least. So a lot of people have gone through this. Um, this is one I didn't, I, I didn't realize is the average marriage in America only, uh, lasts only seven years. Now, yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I'll have to do a little more fact checking on that one. Cause I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, I, see it. I mean, I think, I think what they pulled that from is, the average marriage in America that ends in divorce only lasts seven years. Um, okay, I, I have to say, but you know uh, that's worth a little, that's worth a little looking into. Um, but that being said, I mean seven years. I mean, I, I'm above the average. <laughs> I, I hit nine this year. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! Yay! Next year's the big one. Oh, you gotta plan all that fun stuff. I'll, I'm so I'll, sorry. I'll be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I need this list of things. Here's some money. Go. Okay. Okay, Dad. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, here's another one that like kind of ties into this. One in every two marriages ends in divorce. I don't think the number's that high either. I think it's high. No, I we had I, this conversation before. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what was it before? 50%. It was 50%? It was like 47.5%. See, but, but yeah, that's 50%. not 50. Semantics. It, <laughs> no, semantics. no semantics. Number. Totally semantics. <laughs> um... But they, I think they put this in here to to prove the point of their next point. Seventy five percent of those divorces end up remarrying. So people are generally happy to be married. People are generally people want to be in partnerships. It's just your partner. I think divorces are becoming more and more, um, more and more prevalent. So we'll hit the fifty this year. I bet we will. <laughs> Not that we want to, you know, go it's to that number. S- three, three and a half. You're really going to get me on like two and a half percent. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, I am. 
Go to your next number. I don't no, like no, you anymore. No, hey, remember? No, do you remember no. the number? How many marriages happen in a year? I don't care. Three and a half percent of that number is a fucking huge number. <laughs> well, I said two and a half percent. Number. So eat it. All right, All right whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't appreciate you. You know, I, you know what? I appreciate you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, sixty-six percent of those living together or remarried break up when the children are are involved. Okay, so this is this is the lead in point. Their lead in point to hey, step, this is how step families form. Um, and, you know, and it's unfortunate that you know when partners break up and they have children, um, they get the the kids get stuck in the middle. And, you know, that just it is the way it is somehow, because um, the last thing you want to do is live in, you know, something that's, you know, toxic because that that's even worse for the child. So sometimes it's it's better just to move on. Um, the, the trick is just being civil with each other. Dads, let's be civil with your partner, even if they're incapable of not being civil with you, please. Um, that that will be one of your great challenges in life. And uh, definitely, definitely keep keep at it because it's worth it at the end of the day. A million percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 80% of remarried or recoupled parents um, uh, with children both have careers. Yeah, I, I thought this was a weird one to stick in there. Um, yeah. Because it doesn't really... I mean, great. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I mean, that, that really just speaks to like, hey, the whole family dynamic household. Everybody in the family works now. Like right okay there, i see what that, you're saying yeah there's there's those outliers the 20 percent of the families who one person who one person's the caregiver where they're not paying for daycare that, that's what i got out of that okay when i read it fair, fair enough um 50 of the 60 million children under the age of 13 currently live with one biological parent and that parent's current partner okay so that, that goes back to your your family separation thing yeah. um and that you know that, that that makes sense at the end of the day. Those number that numbers all those numbers yeah, all lies out. That's a lot of kids. That's oh, absolutely a lot. That's a fuck ton. It, yeah. 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 In th- in two and a half percent of that number, Dave is still a lot. You're gonna hold on to that two and a half percent. <laughs> yeah, you all the way to the end of the episode. Oh my god, I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up before the end of the episode while you're talking I load, away. I, I load you so much, and I'm just gonna fucking ambush you with it. Take that. <laughs> um. Jerk. <laughs> The 1990 U.S. Census uh, stated there will be more step families uh, than uh, original families by the year 2000. Actually, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty bold statement, honestly. Yeah, um, especially <laughs> really 20 is. years later. I'd like to see where that one landed. Um, in fact, I might might go look that up and and, and put some show notes in the uh, the bottom of our uh, description on this one. Um, because that's that that's a pretty to think about that for a second. You're projecting in ten years that the amount of original families are going to be outweighed by step families. Now, I'm thinking about this now, so I want to say it. That's a bold statement, but not an improbable one, right? And I feel like it's a statement that would change based on like socioeconomic times. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you saw that happening in like the really the seventies is where that really started to play into of parents divorcing and that traditional family leaving for right, right. more. 
So, I mean, that's, you know, you're going 20 years based upon that and you're hitting a 90. Well, it's 30 technically because there's 10 years there and now it's 2020. Well, they're saying it by the year 2000. Right, right. This original st- I, I, but, I, I, but I know, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Going on now, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could see it. You know, you got 300 and what 75 million people just in America alone, and out of that, there's what 50 percent of U.S. families are remarried. So, out of the almost 475 thousand new step families forming every day, yeah. It's. It makes I don't sense. see it out of the realm of yeah, possibility. Yeah, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I'll give you that one. Plus, like, I, I guess the whole point is <laughs> we're immediately contradicting ourselves because the whole point of this episode, the episode series, was like non-traditional families are are you know completely common, and we're like, well, I don't see it to be that much. Yeah, so, we're scumbags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're really yeah. we're doing a great fucking job. Hooray! Um, you know, I think. The whole point of that is just like that's that's a discussion starter right there. And, yeah, it is. Um, it is. You know, even us, like we went into this with the mindset that said, "Hey, you know, we know tons of people that have non-traditional families, and um, maybe the definition of traditional has to change. Like maybe that's not what a family is anymore. You know, that's why non-traditional is new tradition. Right. Exactly. Being so, non-traditional is that new tradition now, and. You said it absolutely right. I mean, we went into it saying, well, I don't know if those numbers could be accurate, but really when you start breaking down the numbers and like you even said in the beginning, you know, this is to outline that your situation is not completely unique, that there's 50% of you or half of those new step families are almost in your same situation or that same stigma bubble that you keep yourself into. That rule of 16 that I talk about all the time that I don't know where I got that number, but I'm going with it because it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Try and R- defeat that number, jerk. 16? I told you about my rule of 16. Yeah, but I don't For those know. of you that don't know, because Ryan doesn't listen to our episodes. No, no, no. It's not that I don't listen to our episodes. I just, I don't remember what happened yesterday. So Fair <laughs> point. <laughs> like you even, even earlier, I'm like, what do you mean we talked about? Oh yeah, we did talk about that in that episode <laughs> series of on divorce we did, where I had a lot of points. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have a steel trap. I don't. But <laughs> it's, I, it's, I know. A, it's a loose sieve. That's why we work so well together. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> But that rule of 16, right, that I talk about for every one person in this world, there's 16 of us that are similar in one sense or another. The same is the same could be said with this today. It's when you start a new family or you or you're that dad walking into the role of being a dad to another child where we didn't hit this statistic and I probably beat you to the punch and I'm glad I did. More than 60 percent of divorced fathers visit their children. They don't legally reside with their fathers. So when you're that dad stepping into the role of stepdad, of that new parental figure, that just, it, it blows my mind. Like it, it absolutely blows my mind because, but it's true. It's absolutely true when you walk in and out of that 60% that maybe only visit their child or reside or don't reside with their fathers legally. How many of those aren't even in the picture? Right. So it really it really gets you thinking in the sense of 
you're taking on a whole new role, whether you had a kid, you know, whether you had a kid coming into the step family and, or you're the first time dealing with children, recoupling or remarrying your significant other now. And now you have to step into a role that you may not have been prepared for, especially if the other father's not in the picture. And if they are in the picture, what's the situation like there? So there's a lot of variables with this where I think we could even go further down this rabbit hole if we really wanted to. Oh, absolutely. All right, we Is can there... make episodes on this stuff for, for months. Forever. And we intend to. <laughs> Is there anything you wanted to add on that before we move on a little bit here? No, 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 no. You, you you really hit the nail on the head here. Um, like the last thing I want to say before we move on to the whole stigma portion and storytelling portion of this episode is that um, th- this article goes on to state that it's 70- 75% of step families complain about not having um, access to you know resources for um, step families. And that, that's the whole point of this website is, you know, hey, here's here's your resources. Here's a good here's a good starting point. You know, like they give you like family, family therapy, people, a bunch of stuff to try. It's a really interesting place, especially if you're interested in, you know, learning more about, you know, building those, those, those relationships. So um, that that's really all I've got to, got to say on, on the actual website itself um, and the article itself. But um, I, I think we should move on to, you know, like the, you know, the practical portion of our episode where, Dave, where it's the Dave talks at you part. Oh, oh yeah. are we sure we're ready for Dave's story time? <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Go All right. Ahead. So we've gotten, like we talked about in our non-traditional families starting episode, we got a lot of requests for stuff like this because it, it is such a, it's such a stigma with how common this is in today's world. I mean, Ryan just gave you the numbers. Ryan just put it all out there. 475,000 families are reforming every day or starting anew every day with, with step families. 76. <sighs> 476. Are you good? 863. That's almost 2,000 more people, Dave. Are you good? Families. That could That could be families of seven or eight. You don't know. Can I continue? Never. You'll never okay. be allowed to continue. <laughs> you, you involved me in your dream, and now I'm here. <laughs> That's probably for the best, and I don't continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be allowed on the live show. I may have to rethink the live show. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan said it, right? The 476,000 family members. 863. Anyway, a lot of families Go on, are forming every day being a step family, being a step father. And the stigma surrounding it, I mean, I, I touched on this loosely right before we got into this, but you're stepping into a new role. You're you know, you you could say I love this kid as my own, but your actions are gonna speak based upon that. Or the actions that you take in the parent role, I'm not even gonna say step parent role, but the parenting role co-parenting role even is going to weigh huge dividends for you in the long run and i mean we've gotten requests from this topic from close friends of ours and even some of you others out there in the nation and in the world actually um have brought this stuff up to us but we have a friend of ours a good mutual friend of both ryan and i who walked into a step parenting role with his 
fiance now or wife or they're are they married i i think you know he's gonna yeah. listen to this and be real mad <laughs> he'll be like know. yeah that sounds about right for these two idiots <laughs> yeah, <fuck them>. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're gonna say wife in this instance um because they've been together for a while as it is anyway but he walked in with a child of his own and her two children and one of the children is wild is out there is you know a troublemaker as a lot will say and that brings a whole slew of challenges for not just yourself but for the whole family dynamic because that really when i and i say this all the time and you guys hear this from me constantly and you're probably sick of it but the universe gives us what we can handle at any one time and when you're given a situation not i'm not going to say unique in that sense but uncommon we'll say i guess where you have where you walk into a family dynamic and the the oldest child is maybe troublesome or maybe not 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 traditionally the child you know dennis the menace type style stuff we'll say how do you handle that without being overburdensome or really not becoming the father but having to become the father and that's something I want you stepdads to really think out when you're listening to this today. Think about whether you're that main father figure for these children. What would you do? Put yourself in their shoes, right? I say it all the time on this show. Put yourself in the child's shoes. I say it, put it in your own child's shoes, but that stepchild is your child. You married into it. You welcomed them with open arms. They're your child. You should love them the way that you would love your own child any day of the week. But it's really putting yourself in their shoes and understanding, maybe not fully understanding where they're coming from, but trying to assimilate or get some kind of sense or grasp of the situation and not letting emotion or fear or anger or disgust or anything like that get in the way of understanding where this kid may go maybe going through maybe there's counseling that needs to happen maybe there's an underlying issue where there could have been a bad separation and that child just remembers those and it it loses you know it loses upon them i mean there's so many different variables that i feel as fathers and being from a child of divorce and having multiple step uh, parents that we tend to forget where it is the kids may be coming from at the end of the day. Now, I don't know that whole situation personally myself. I've never really delved deep into that, but from experiences that I felt and other people I've talked to, it really, to me, comes back on taking a step back, understanding the situation like always, trying to put yourself in their shoes and maybe even talking to them like they're a human being or just seeing from there or always, you know, counseling and talk therapy can help tremendously. Uh, Ryan, you have anything you want to add on that? No, <laughs> you fucking nailed it again. I hate you, Dave. I had like a short list of stuff I wanted to talk about and you just like there in the last two minutes, you fucking went through it all. You dick. <laughs> Um, no, no, the, you know, everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different. Um, right. 
and you're dealing with a non fully developed human mind, an adolescent mind, man, why, why couldn't I think of that word? Um, but you know, the adolescent mind is going to do what it does best, which is constantly change. And that causes, you know, chaos in a kid's head. And the kid, the kid doesn't know how to control his emotions yet or really understand what's going on. Um, and that's why you do therapy. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not obviously not a child of divorce and, uh, you know, Dave could placate better to those, those, those points. Um, but, you know, yeah, I've done my share of therapies and everything like that. And you know, I, I don't particularly care for going to them, but they, they, I, I've always seen the value in them. Um, I, I hate talking about myself. So good, good, good. I started a podcast with my friend that was great about <laughs> yeah way to go <laughs> knocking stigmas down and things like that <laughs> yeah we crushed it um but you know i i just have far less to say on this topic just because obviously I, I haven't i haven't gone through it um but i certainly have seen a lot of people go through it um i, I know we've talked about this in the past and you know being in the military there's, there's a lot of non-traditional families <laughs> in the military <laughs> Um, and you know, communication is always, is always key. And we say it all the time. We do. And the, uh, the kid isn't going to be able to communicate with you as well as you should be able to communicate back. So as long as you keep trying, um, eventually communication will be the new normal. And, um, it's always nice to have someone mediate that. So somebody who's a professional, who's, you know, non sequitur who's somebody who, 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 you know, who's in the, who's in the middle, but doesn't have a horse in the race, um, according to you or the kid. Um, and that, that, and I personally think that's the best way to, to, to handle it. So, so I have a couple things I want to add on top of that, what you just brought up, because everything you brought up was accurate and true. We really got to stop, you know, stroking each other's hogs on this. <laughs> no, not in the slightest, <laughs> yeah. not in the slightest. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just threw it. it in there. Stroke away. You know, you, you, it's 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 our format. It's like two to five minutes of actual good advice, um, and thirty seconds of penis jokes. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't get a penis joke in there, is it even really a fearless father's episode? <laughs> it's not. All right, very good. But <laughs> Jesus, I hate you. <laughs> You're welcome. I bring the funny day. Six fun. months in and I'm still stuck with you. And this is yep. the first time I've said I hate you over the air. Congratulations. It's definitely not the first time you said you hate me. Not on the show, though. But anyway, I digress. I'll, I'll go through the show and make a cut reel. I'll finally yeah. listen to every episode. <laughs> so proud of you finally for once. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying I've done that yet. I'm saying I'm going to. Oh, no, I know. I already I prob- know. I, I probably won't. But we'll find out. Scumbag. Anyway, I digress. You brought up a lot of really good points with all that, and I wanted to touch on a couple of those, right? Communicate, well, be- even before that, talk therapy. You said you're not a fan of it. I love it personally. I love the fact of a non-biased, third-party individual listening to me bitch, moan, gripe, and complain about my life and finding tools and ways to overcome certain situations, whether that be for myself, whether it be for a child, whether it be for anything out there. I wholeheartedly love it. Absolutely love it. Number two, this one I found 
and and I this is what I feel that if you are a child of divorce and you're a child of step families or being in a step family, you tend to remember a lot of your past and you tend to remember the things that worked well for you and the things that didn't work so well for you when you were growing up, whether it be in your early kid years or when you were a teen when this happened or whatever the case could be. So you really, I always say you always kind of take your experiences and mold that into your own personal style. And that's the same when you become a step parent, when you become a stepdad, you're stepping into a new parenting role. And if you've been in that role before, you already have most of the tools set in place to start overcoming that. When you maybe are being in a step family for the first time and never really experienced it, it's a really, really dark and scary world for a lot of people because there's so many moving parts. You have another set of DNA that's not yours whatsoever, and you're trying to step into a role. And again, going back to this as step parents, as step dads, that stigma of how much being a father is too much of being a father. If I'm trying to be the father of the house, the man of the house, and I'm trying to discipline my spouse's children, is mama bear going to come out and bring out the claws because I'm attacking her children now? Or if I'm not going enough, but they're being wild, like there, there's so much gray area when it comes to this. And when you brought up the fact of communication, communication on all fronts for everybody, for you and your significant other to say, okay, I want to be an active role. What can we do that I could be the father of the house to help mold, to help foster, to help build those that foundation and help build the house? What can I do to make sure this works instead of just saying, oh yeah, you're the man of the house, so act like dad, but the moment you yell at my kids, we're going to start fighting because now you're not building a conducive family. Now you're building more hate, more fear for the children. They hear that stuff and that builds and forms them. And we've brought it up before. A child's brain doesn't fully develop until you're, what, 24, 25 years old? I still uh, go by, you can't tr- a guy can't trust his own brain until he's 30, easily. I, I could like that. Yeah, I could get I, down with that. Yeah. But you have to realize, like Ryan said, they're not fully developed. They're children. They're learning. They're building. They're, they're getting traits from you, from their surroundings, from the culture that's, that they're being brought up in. So you have to realize when they act in emotion, they don't know another way because they haven't categorized it yet. They haven't learned from it. They haven't built that wall or that mold to say, I can handle this better next time. So when you match emotion with emotion, all that does is it causes more emotion. It causes more rift. It causes a bigger divide. So by really caveating on what Ryan said, because it was really true stuff, talking through communication is so crucial not just for the step kid but for yourself as the step dad and to talk with your spouse and to just get a family plan and saying you know you're here you're going to be the disciplinarian or whatever role you're going to take caregiver disciplinarian whatever if biological dad's not in the picture you know you have shoes to fill or if they are that co-parenting but understanding bounds and it becomes such a balancing act for so many of us. And I think that's why this is so stigmatized as it is, even though it's so common. Uh, 
to go back to a point from earlier, I, I don't hate talk therapy. I just never like doing it myself. Um, and fair point. Know, and it's extremely useful. It's an extremely useful tool um, in building relationships that aren't uh, that aren't stable. So I just wanted to clear that up before fair people are like. He contradicts himself. Fuck that guy on the internet. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that being said, I, I, I thought we think we've covered all of our points quite well here today. Yeah. Um, you know, things have stigmas for a reason because they're hard. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, step families tend to have some turmoil. Some don't, but tend to have, have some turmoil and people people see that as a, as a negative but um, what people should be seeing it is as an opportunity to build something new and beautiful and wonderful, um, and you know, you know, help help shape a new human life, shape a new human mind. Because who knows what that person, well, what that child is going to be capable of in the future? It should be like fucking cure cancer or something. Who knows? Right. Who knows? But that's that's why every kid is worth the time, and um, every kid is worth you know, every kid is worth. Um, trying at least at a minimum <laughs> but um you know every every life is valuable every human life is valuable and we should act like that on a day-to-day basis one other thing i want to add really quick before we close this out today we gave you some generalized baseline information on this for you stepdads out there that may be getting into that role now have your feet wet or maybe into that role for a while and feeling like you're lost, you know, take it, take for what we say for what it's worth, right? We're out there. We're just trying to give you some tools. We're trying to give you some, a new way of thinking, a new line of communication, a new way to say like, Hey, we understand where you're coming from. Here's the numbers. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we believe. Here's what can help possibly help you get better especially if the other dad is not in the picture or actually I'm not even going to say that if the other dad is in the picture and they are great with the children, it's maybe not looking at being the dad, but looking at being that support for the dad. So now they have two dads that they can look up to and grow and foster and nurture instead of maybe trying to make it a show or, resenting them because your spouse doesn't like them or whatever the case could be but really maybe looking more into that support role of things and not just being the disciplinarian but one to help foster be stern but fair but help to grow at the end of the day you have anything you want to add before we close this out no no i think we've we've hit it all i really all do. right so I want to thank you guys today for tuning in to this next episode to this episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. I hope we got you thinking. I hope we got you going in some kind of direction or at least getting some some point to get the gas going to get you thinking better, clearer and stronger than ever before. Again, make sure you check us out on Thursday, October 22nd, 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going live for the first time on Podbean, our uh, podcasting host, great host that we've had for so long now since we started this show six months ago. This is our six-month episode, or yeah, six-month 
podcasting thank you celebration come in banter with us you'll be able to ask us questions we might even be able to get you guys to call in we'll see we'll see, we'll see what we can work out here but keep up with us on our social medias for it i'm trying to figure out with the way the website works and adding that stuff i'm not that tech savvy so find us on fearless fathers podcast on facebook and instagram we're going to keep you up to date there sign up for our email list we're going to keep you up to date on that as well too you'll get pinged on new episodes every monday and thursday when they drop as well as other good stuff new products that we're going to be launching and stuff along those lines your children are learning and growing every single day just because you're a dad a stepdad does not mean you can't do the same you're stepping into this family for the first time you're building this family along with them for the long run for the long time and together we're going to embrace the fear always